Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, I'm Morgan Ruff. I'm your host here on this podcast. And today I wanted to really talk about and think about the opportunity that is 2020 to really get into the uncomfortable zone of noticing what is really not serving you any longer in your life and um, inviting the fire (laughs) to come in and just burn it away. 2020 has been a year of tremendous upset and disruption. And I have spent a lot of time really thinking about what is the role of these big periods of um, destruction in our society, in ourselves? Um, and how can I better understand what is it inviting into me? So tough times don't come out of nowhere. They come precisely when you're ready to grow and be more of who you really are. And we're stronger and more capable than we know. It's from Marie Forleo's book, um, Everything is Figureoutable. I, because I am somebody who grew up in uh, ecology um, and in ecological understanding, I often think about uh, the destruction that we are seeing today in ecological terms. So think about a wildfire. Our forest systems have been managed over the past, I don't know how many years, 100 years or so, 
um, in a way that has created this massive monoculture of single species trees that are growing in ways that are frankly unnatural. So they're like very close together. There's not a lot of forest diversity. There's not a lot of opportunity for different um, things to happen within the system. And this monoculture has created a somewhat unnatural or unhealthy ecosystem. And the, the fires that we've been seeing in the West have been taking advantage of this system that was um, harvested um, and then replanted in a way that is not necessarily um, so su supporting the true diversity of our ecosystem. And these fires are expansive, they're intense, and they just completely come through and billow down through our um, forest areas and, you know, obviously create all sorts of disruption and chaos. And, um, and unfortunately, so many, we've expanded into uh, forestry areas, so homes and um, infrastructure are also affected by this. And, you know, a number of years ago, a couple of years ago, my husband and I um, went morel hunting after um, a long winter. Morels pop up in the spring and morels come into areas that have been recently burned. And we were walking through this completely scorched landscape. There was just blackened um, stumps of trees and um, you can see all the ash on the ground. And as we were walking, you scan the ground and poof, there's a little morel and there's another one. And once you see one, you start seeing more and more and more. And it really was such a stark contrast to me from the massive destruction of this forest and seeing the remnants in, of that forest it, to seeing the incredible um, new gro growth and abundance that was really coming out from this disruption. And if you go to any areas that have been burned in the last year to five years, um, in the spring, you'll notice all of the new plants that are moving in, the fireweed, the alder, the pioneering plants that are coming in and reestablishing in this broken ecosystem. And so I've been really thinking about this analogy to the experience that we're having in our society and in our democratic process. America was built on lands stolen from native, native people. It was built on the industry of slavery. It was built on racism and inequity. And part of what I am wondering if, is if 2020 isn't the opportunity to really take a look at these systems and say, wow, what is working and what is not working? And how can we start to burn down or, or take away those things that don't work anymore and start anew? Now, the uncomfortable thing or, or the unfortunate thing about this fire analogy is that um, when fire is really burning, it doesn't really discriminate between the good and the bad. And I think about it in like the mythology sense. You think about Kali, the destroyer. When Kali's enraged, she just goes and billows through. And I feel like that's what the coronavirus has been doing for all of us. It's just like, it doesn't discriminate. It's just going. 
going and saying, wake up, wake up, wake up to this world that we are living in and creating that is no longer sustainable. And this is like, just think about the significance of this tiny little virus. We can't even see it with our, our naked eye and the amount of disruption that comes from it. You know, I think our ecosystems have been there and co-evolved with humans and are protective of us. But as we encroach more and more into areas, as our population expands and we start moving into these other areas, as we start to melt um, the Arctic tundra due to climate change, there's all these pathogens that have been hiding out in these deep systems that are being reintroduced. And as that happens, we as humans are, are having to respond in these new and very uncomfortable ways. And I think, um, in my opinion, this is probably just the first of many different waves of, of pathogens or disruptions that are likely to come. So there's an external like, wow, we can really see the challenges in society and the changes that need to happen. But what about the disruption that came into our systems and, and are forcing us to look inward? We're locked in our houses, there's there's shutdowns, there's this, this lock-in and all of a sudden we are here with ourselves and with our families, those closest to us. And we're like, whoa, all these things that I have been ignoring, all of a sudden they're right in my face. Right in my face and I, I don't know how to deal with them. And so for some of us, the creative destroyer Kali has even come into our homes and begun to create this sweeping fire. I mean, divorce rates are up and people are um, feeling hopeless and they're feeling um, like there's no way out. And that's, that's Kali coming in and, and it's being swept up in that energy. But what about, what if we allow that fire to burn, to allow it to cleanse and purify? What happens when we open up to it and what what's the next birth that comes? What comes out of that fire? And for me, um, when the pandemic first started, it was so terrifying um, being somebody who's a biologist who, or who understands biology to some degree. Um, <clears throat> I understood what the uh, ecological significance of this type of thing um, could be. And I'd seen like viruses come into Puget Sound and completely wipe out sea star, starfish populations. And I was like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Um, so the invitation for me was to relearn how to take care of myself in extremely uncomfortable, uh, chaotic times. And so I had to go back into a lot of my practices and like double down on that effort. 
I had to double down on my meditation practice. I had to start walking and making sure I move my body every single day. I, I really got into my gratitude practice because that more than anything else makes me feel safe in the present moment. It makes me feel safe in <clears throat> what I actually have inside of myself and um, helps me to really feel the abundance that is a part of my world right now. I, um, I had to really invest in my relationships, my relationships with my children, my relationship with my husband. Um, you know, I, I invested in coaching so that I could have this type of support that I needed. I started really working more with my therapist so that I could make sure that my mental and emotional health was really, um, being, uh, put first on my list of things to do. So like the fire is coming, it's here, it's burning, it's strong, and it's very scary because we don't know what systems are about ready to disintegrate and fall apart, but it's also extremely exciting if we allow it and if we allow ourselves to truly sink into it and... Um, start doing, start acting, start being a little bit different. So that's a lot of what I've been um, really thinking about. And I'm excited to see how this goes. I mean, that sounds awful. I'm not excited to see people die and suffer and to see our systems fall apart. But I think the opportunity of the opening is what I am really interested in. What is the opening? What, how are we going to change the way we do things? How have we already changed the way we do things? How are we going to create a world that is more sustainable, that's more respectful of our earth, of, of our planet? And it might not happen right away. It might, might not happen. But if this is an experience that is making you really see opening your eyes, I think that that means it's like, keep following that breadcrumb. My eyes are open. I see what I need. How do I, how do I do that? How do I feel good even in chaos? How do I um, allow myself to look at the dysfunction and not be completely triggered by it? How do I take care of myself and my family? How do I take care of my neighbors and people that I care about? These are all the invitations of 2020 to, to really investigate and look at. So if you're ready to take a step, one tiny little baby step, I wanted to invite you into my Journey to Joy program. It's a 14-day gratitude practice. It's very simple. All you have to do is go to my website, morganruff.com, click on the Journey to Joy, um, and it will tell you more details there. Essentially, you get an email every day that has a new practice for gratitude. And in it, in this uh, series, you will be doing gratitude. There will also be links to other um, activities, gratitudes, different videos that can help you to really think about and reframe your perspective. So if you're ready for that, we'd love to have you um, go to morganruff.com backslash splash Flash? No, slash. I keep on doing that. Journey to joy. And also um, 
consider joining my Facebook group, Uplift for the Wild Soul. And in that group, we are uh, always exploring new ideas and I'd love to have you over there. So thank you so much for listening and can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.